Recording in progress, Lori. Yeah. Did well, you hear about that? Did you hear about the recording going? that's going on in progress? Um, today, well, we're going to do stand-up this night. This oh, yeah, Sunday you and I are before. on the same show. Yeah, we're doing that benefit for that uh, that rehab joint. And sure. um, it's a hell of a lineup. Sharon Houston, Augie Smith, Tony Kameen. Tony, I've known Tony since the beginning of comedy. Uh, I've known I love Tony since the beginning of comedy. Wow. Wow. That's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. Uh, those are two decent men. Huh? Let them, let it be yeah. known. Huzzah. Yeah, exactly. Um, other than that, uh, I went too deep into the news today. Uh-oh. I got too deep, Lori. I found a Balrog. The entire GLP. I don't know what that is. Um, it is a Lord of the Rings reference. And uh, Oh, my God. Can you just yeah. exist in this world for one day? You know what you don't realize is that my hmm. ship is dragging mines. Anyway, <laughs> I don't I have I so don't know what you said. Nerd references. I can't even I can't even hold back. It's the only thing keeping me sane. How do you mm-hmm. wake up in I the guess. middle of the night? You gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. Oh, here's what I do is I don't go to sleep. So there's no reason <laughs> to wake up in the middle of the night. I'm up all night worrying. How about the gummies? How about the, how, about, how the gummies treat you? The gummies are good. It's it's just that um I didn't if I don't, if my, if I start reading certain news stories, which I am prone to do, and my mind keeps me awake. It's not my oh, body. Yeah. It's my brain going, uh, what about this? What about this? What about this? And I can't seem to, well, you know, it's, it's hard I mean, to turn off. Right. I, I won't watch or I won't read the news before bed or watch anything scary before bed because I need my rest. I don't, I someone said, someone said to me today, they said, I'm sick of sleeping, going to bed because I have to get up and do something tomorrow. I would like to go to bed because I would like to get some rest. And right. I was like, wow, that is a very weird kind of way of looking at it. Right. So, um, yeah, I guess, uh, did you- I mean, it's, I mean, isn't that we all, how do you live in a world where. Well, I don't know. I guess part of me is like, I am living in that world where I don't have anything I have to do besides everything that, you know what I mean? Like I, I, uh, I'm, I'm really going insane without having a job. A job. Yeah. You are, you, you enjoy structure and you like having, you've, you have become a person who does stand up in spite of a writing job. (laughs) (laughs) And here's the thing. Even before I had a writing job, when I lived in, when I moved to New York, I was like, I'm not going on the road anymore, right? Not going on the road, basically. I'm just going to stay here and figure out New York City. And I had to get a job to do that because spots didn't, they only covered cap fare. So I started doing HTML. And uh, so that was the first time I did that where I had a thing I did all day. And then I Mm -hmm. went and did stand up at night. And that was how I did it. And then, then HTML turned into tough crowd. Although mm-hmm. I did both for like six months and I was done, wow. right? Because yeah. I wasn't sure, I, I was assumed I would get fired. And then that turned into, you know, I mean, with a few breaks uh, enforced by uh, um, pregnancy and yeah. um, baby and, raising. 
and my and my agent dropping me uh, after right. I had a baby. Um, yeah, but other than that, that's how I've sort of done it. I don't know. It's weird because I was thinking my income has probably dropped seventy percent in the last year, which is a a lot to now. It's been a year of that, and that's a lot to sustain. Yeah, like that's yeah, yeah that's a lot of hits. That's and, a lot of uh, hits in a row. It was so uh, that keeps me up, as as you yeah. would imagine. Sure, I uh, I do that. I do that uh, Rakuten thing that gives you a nickel for every time you click on something or whatever. If you buy something, you get a. It, it's literally all they're doing is farming my clicks, and okay. they keep track of me. And they could uh, they could I don't know frame me for murder if they wanted to. Um, they literally know all that they and I make like eleven dollars. But um, seems worth it. The data yeah. you're giving away seems worth it. Well, that's what that's what Andrew Thompson pointed out. He was like, you realize you're giving them all. of the, And I said, did I tell you what my sound exchange was this month? Anyway, so, I'm so I literally I'm so pissed about that. I, I, can't, I can't not be pissed. I know. I know there is some it's movement on Sirius XM. Two things happened. Right. Uh, Sirius XM. First of all, the guy that books comedy on Sirius XM is going into the record industry. Wait, what? Yeah, uh, the guy that uh, is the head of comedy programming, I think his name okay. is Jack. Okay. Uh, he uh, is uh, producing specials and albums. Okay, so that guess tells me. Guess what's going to happen there? Yeah. I don't know, are... but that tells me there's money for somebody in comedy specials, if not the comedians. Right. Well, and uh, I was told by this person. Yeah. And uh, they are getting, they're working with that person. Yeah. And they don't even know, they didn't even know who he was. And I, they mentioned the other person. And then I was talking to other people in, in comedy, like, mm -hmm. like uh, I got random texts and I was like, well, I understand um, they're working with, with the serious guy. And the label guy I talked to said, this is all so cryptic. I'm so sorry. And uh, it is. I don't but, even know what you're saying. And but I. The, but the label guy was like, no, the, the, the serious guy isn't, isn't doing that. And then a, a half an hour later, that person texted me back and said, oh, I guess <laughs> the serious guy is doing that. And it just means that 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 whatever the serious guy produces will get played on serious. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, it seems a like a conflict of interest. Right. Eddie Griffin doing seminars. And Eddie I'm Griffin? sure us pointing Eddie, it out. Not Eddie Griffin. Eddie. Ed, who was who used to book oh, Letterman? The, uh, Letterman Brill. guy. Yes. Eddie Brill. Thank you. <laughs> Eddie Brill. Seminars on how to get on Letterman. Seminars about how to get on Letterman uh, is what it reminds me of specifically. And yet, it, I mean, it's not. Uh, it's not exact, obviously, but no, um, uh, it, it, it seems like. Uh, but yeah. if you've recorded the new album and you were and it is never been touched by Spoken Giants. Um, you possibly can get it played on XM. I, 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 I it just. Guess I who doesn't want to do a greatest hits album? This one right here. Because I can't even remember some of those jokes. And some of those jokes were so much in the moment. Like there's someone was telling me how much they love the Bread album, which is about dating, which is mostly about dating Andy mm -hmm. and getting married and learning about like our first second year together. Mm -hmm. And it 
it's such quite honestly it's it's a it's a it's a moment in time yeah they all are yeah they all are and i can't recapture it it's different than music or maybe it isn't i don't know maybe bands feel the same way Oh, I feel that way about some of my, like, especially, I mean, all material, it's of, it's who you are at that moment. Right. And so like, you know, like if I have, I have stuff about my kid, right. On my, on, on corset. And, uh, and I I was to the point where I could, I could almost not tell these jokes anymore because I'm telling a joke about him being four and he's 12 when I'm telling it. And I'm not saying as if he's four at that time, I was saying when he was four, like you, you can't keep unless you're Cosby. Cosby just kept pretending like he was surrounded by four year olds his entire life <laughs> on stage. Right. But I, 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 I and that I think he most was comics, walking, by the way, that he was sleeping. <laughs> sure. Um, no, he, he was actually in terms he did respect in terms of rapists. He did respect the <laughs> age of non-consent. <laughs> right. Where, <laughs> You did have to be over 18 for him to roofie you. And so let's give him props there. Okay. But um... uh-huh. <laughs> that's the title of this show, Kyle. Sure. Age of non-consent. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, it's hard to go back. Um, I mean, should, should I just, I, I, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm just so, I, I was so counting on serious money and, uh, album sales money to sort of carry me through this time, which I hope will be brief and not the rest of my career where I'm not writing for money, you know, but right. it, that's also feeling like maybe that was it. Maybe Conan was my last job and no one will ever hire me. That's it's starting to feel like that. Cause I've done so many packets and a couple of them. I, I was like, this is pretty close to what you want. I know. It yeah. Is. Yeah. Right. Right. <sighs> did, did it uh, as anyone. Uh, this is a, might be a weird question on the show, but what is this show? If not a pile of weird questions, is anyone, <laughs> <laughs> has anyone, uh, any of your coworkers gotten reassigned in the industry? Reassigned, reassigned in the industry. With yeah, they're fighting work? for Ukraine. Um, in... <laughs> Were they drafted? Yeah, in, the, um, in Kiev. Um, no, uh, yeah, a couple of people have had have you know have had sporadic cur- things. Oh, but so not no, no, like, nobody's been just reconnected. Um, <laughs> Skyler is I, I, your your phrasing on uh, whether on a writing job is interesting. But Sky, Skyler Higley is working for the Onion. I think he worked for the Onion before Conan too, but um, but maybe okay. not. But anyway, he's yeah. great. And then um, I think a couple other people have things here and there, but it's you know. It's not the uh, same. No, yeah. it's not the same at all. It's not. Right. And, and uh, you know, uh, television right now is under is changing so quickly and so much. And you're, you're it's almost like, uh, are there going to be late night shows in five years? Is that even a, maybe that's a genre that's going to go away? I mean, it it doesn't didn't always exist for all of humanity. It started in like the you know with late fifties early sixties, yeah, right. But and, it started with television and has been the whole time, right? But, yeah, but so it things, might go away. Things go away. Um, yeah. So it's yep. it's a. Uh, uh, as with, I'm sure, many Americans right now, scary times. And I don't have enough road work to, it's just not coming. I just don't know what to do. Like, uh, then I'm like, pay? hey, I'm actually a pretty good comic. So I, th- it's not like 
like I feel like I'm, you know, I just, me personally can't seem to get a lot of bookings. I don't understand it. Did you ping Lewis? Um, did I, no, uh, Bruce did. Again? Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, but that's just one week whenever that happens. Well, I mean, that's granted. That is how I live my life. Trying mm-hmm. to get one more week. <laughs> yeah, I, know. Like I I mean, that's so I don't I mean, yeah. What about what I do? What I do, what I do when I'm in that mode and I am mm-hmm. in that mode sometimes is I look a year ago at my calendar. And I'm like, what did I work? What did I work previous Zoom to shows? Our- no, previous to, to October of uh, <laughs> of of 2021, what class yeah. was I at? And yeah, did you? Mitch Fatel is now booking the Grove in Lowell, Arkansas. Wait, what? Mitch Fatel, the comic? Yes. Okay, okay, I need I need more explanation. More, well, Mitch did he Fatel, li- does he live there? I have no idea. But, I haven't uh, seen him around, honestly. But would he might be on the well, road? He all was. The time. He had a serious XM show. Okay. Where he was sort of an Opie and Andy kind of shouty dude. And I don't know if he got let go or if he retired or whatever, but um Anthony, Opie and Anthony. I'm like, wait, that is yeah, Opie right. and Andy. <laughs> is it Eddie? Right. <laughs> it's Ricky Gervais. I'm just gonna <laughs> shout out names in the industry. And right. uh so Andy Rooney was talking about something. And uh the uh, <clears throat> the yeah, but he but he had yeah, he had like a a, a shouty, grumpy show on Sirius XM and okay. I guess somebody told me that he gave his credits to Woody the guy who owns the Grove and Woody was like you're well then you could get me better comics and if you look at the lineup at the Grove I'm like all right it's a lot of men of a certain age with a certain attitude okay and um an Arkansas attitude one might say but the weird thing is 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 Western, uh, that Northwestern, Northwestern, whatever there, that part of Arkansas is called a certain kind. And it's genuinely the, it's a blue, it's a blue spot in a red state. Yeah. Because it's also where all of the executives from around the world in at Walmart have to have to have a presence. If you're, yeah, but I wouldn't say a Walmart executive is a Democrat. (laughs) You wouldn't. Here's the thing. They're not even Americans. But oh. what they are, every factory in the country, in the world yeah. that, that makes anything for Walmart, mm-hmm. every company has to have someone who lives in Lowell, Arkansas. Really? That's a Walmart thing? hmm Interesting. What a weird so, company. They're a weird company that, uh, and so there's Indonesians, there's mm-hmm. Malaysians, there's Chinese. I mean, it is, there's Eastern Europeans, there's all kinds of. It's incredibly diverse, Lowell, Arkansas. It's weird. Okay. It's weirdly yeah. diverse. And so the stand-up shows aren't, they're all super whitey magoos. I mean, it's pretty whitey magoo anyway, but because they're exposed to all of these different humans, mm-hmm. they're more accepting. And stand-up, stand-up shows in general are more accepting. I've sat through a DePaulo set and laughed a couple of times. And uh, and I was a regular uh, audience member sure. at that time. Sure. Because, sure. you know, because... Uh, Nick has we, made me laugh many times. Right. More 25 years ago than recently. <laughs> but I will Perhaps. say, 
Yeah, right. But the thing is, is I will still laugh and I don't agree with him on so many things. Uh, he's he's the best at making me laugh at a joke that I know is co- where the setup is completely cherry picked to support his punchline in a political <laughs> way. And even still, I'll be like, oh, all right, that's funny. I mean, if what you were saying was true, was true. I would. Right. It, OK, that I would be laughing would be... even more heartily. Yes. But damn it. And, yeah, that's true. And it's yeah. And it is unfortunate that that the. To have a premise, let's diverge here quickly to say okay. that if you've written a premise that is based on a lie mm-hmm. and not uh, just well, a silly lie, not a twist, right? Not yeah. a, not something absurdist, right. but a genuine fucking lie, you know, yeah. COVID is over. Mm-hmm. Here's my dick, right? Whatever, <laughs> the, whatever the, whatever the joke is. What, right? a, what a right turn that joke took, to, <laughs> Jackie. Or a left turn. Anyway, so, <laughs> depends how your dick hangs, my friends. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, but I think that that, that is egregious. That is a bad, that is a terrible thing to do that. Yeah, I mean, it happens all the time. <laughs> So. But it doesn't happen. I mean, it happens um, all the time among a handful of, of dingbats and dirtbags. And I, I yeah, cannot, by I the way. So. Did you, yeah. so you know that. Uh, oh, oh, here that we I, go. Another name. Yes. Yep. So I I, I I tolerate this guy more than you do. Uh, oh, I couldn't be happier yeah. that he was rocking a comb over the other night. And I like baldness. <laughs> I enjoy baldness. I think it's a way for God to say that's a good looking skull you got there. Let's get that hair out of the way. But I was mm. I knew that the person I typed uh, would hate being bald because he's always been a dude. Also, I, and- I don't think his skull supports it. Honestly, I think <laughs> I don't just every <laughs> Not every skull needs to be seen. And I think God makes mistakes sometimes. And it's, if that's what's happening to his skull, it's being uncovered slowly, shower by shower. Uh, yeah. That's not good for him. Right. Oh, here's the other. And you knew this gossip. This is gossip okay. that I heard about is that uh, Dave Reinitz sold his half of Flappers. Oh, sure. Bar- yeah. Barbara. Yeah. Barbara Holiday. So Barbara yeah. Holiday owns Flappers herself. She's got all that debt all by herself. She's got that's uh that's yeah, all. Yeah, that's how now. I look at it. I'm like, wow. Congratulations. I, I don't sleep Barbara. at night. <laughs> Jesus. Right. But right. what she's are you gonna do? To keep, she's trying to keep 30 people employed. You know, well, yeah. The I was there last night. I had some little sets of the Yoohoo room. And um so Lucky. I walked into the green room and it's three guys, and one of them's like looks familiar but not mm-hmm. in it's not someone i've seen in a while and football's on the monitor instead of the comedy show and i was like oh i've just walked into a hotbed of maleness and then <laughs> i realized the guy sitting on the cat i go hey to the guy hoping a hello would trigger a name yeah and it didn't and then i'm like oh it's carlos Mencia. <laughs> so i'm like <laughs> i think i just say hey well good to see you guys and i walked away because obviously right. he was headlining the main room and you know was it was a green room takeover as happens yep. sometimes when you have a big headliner in the main room and uh i didn't want to i would I, I i honestly thought oh i didn't recognize anyone and i assumed they were like you know, Just bringers. Yeah. 
And then yeah. I'm like, oh shit. Uh, actually, they brought the audience. So I'll head out of here and uh, go. I'll take it on the outside. Right. Yeah. If you're doing a Yoohoo, you you could go. I mean, at least there's there's waters in the you in the Yoohoo room, green room. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, I um, uh, I just hung out on the patio uh, and uh, tried was to that Bill avoid Burr in that video. No, it wasn't. No, because um, <laughs> I didn't think so. Because that person was smiling. That man. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, I feel here's what I th- I think Jackie I think some of your opinions on this podcast are attributed to me and I get some hostile stares <laughs> and some mad dog eyes and I would want to go I don't know what you're thinking but fucking Jackie said it not me <laughs> wow if I'm you gonna, don't mind if you didn't like any opinions on this show LoriKilmartin.com <laughs> what <laughs> It's just it's, Kilmartin.com, Jackie. I got in early. <laughs> I was going to say, Lori at LoriKilmartin.com. Uh, That's uh, not an actual email address, by the way. So um, here's my point. Uh, uh, <laughs> it was not Bill Burr, but I was sitting there and they were they were running. I think it's Pluto TV, maybe. I'm not really sure. One, one of the smaller little channels, I guess, Moment. is just running yes. tons of old comedy. And so uh, an old evening at the improv, well, they're all old, was up oh, and... Right. Um, uh, a very young George Lopez was on. <laughs> like his hair was pitch black. He, yeah. you know, his he was so young looking. It was crazy. Smooth, smooth. And then face. I think Dan St. Paul. I think. Oh, wow. Dan St. Like, Paul is Dan St. Paul prior to Murphy St. Paul. Like I think this is before he and Sue Murphy started working together. But go okay. Ahead. Can I ask a question? Is Dan St. Paul the one that I'm thinking of? Is he of Italian ancestry? Dan St. Paul, does he do jokes about Italian stuff? Because I, I feel like Dan St. Paul was the guy who used to do this joke about how it was tipping was big in his family. This was late 90s, early yeah. middle 90s. Yeah. Tipping very big in his family. Uh, they will go to a funeral and hand a 20 to the usher. Get me close <laughs> to the body. Very funny, very funny joke. Anyway. Get me so. close to the body. That's yeah. great. Um, I don't know if that's Dan St. Paul, but he did. Because it kind of looked like him. And then... Um, that he's the way he physicalized his bits was really good and dan st paul is an improv guy and really great at that and uh he was just doing a french guy and you know like as we as was the, the way- take on french people in the early 90s was that they were snobs and smoked all the time <laughs> it was really sure funny and it what i I don't know. To, as an anthropologist, I'm, it must be interesting to go watch old comedy just to see how. I mean, that I don't know that that would work now, and the audience kind of wouldn't understand necessarily what you're doing. And so, just to see a comic do a bit and see people laughing really hard at it. I mean, it's it's a two way street. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this person said this thing, and this audience thought it was hilarious because that's what was happening at that time. I, know, it's, I it's, think that's um, an excellent. That's, I, I do wonder if there are anthropologists who who are there's some PhD study, being written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're really good. And I just remembered, Dan St. Paul did the baseball joke. He used to have a, an amazing baseball joke. It was Listen, probably three and a half minutes long. Anyway, every stand-up comic who physically lived in San Francisco had a baseball chunk. I don't know what the deal is. They all saw the Giants all together all the time. I think Boston of great guys groups, too. The Durs and yeah. Dan St. Paul and a couple of people are like one group that always went to see. They're like a, an organism attached together <laughs> going to see Giants games. It was crazy. And oh you either 100% in it 
it or like me like like what aren't they a football team so Andy like, wants to go to the women's world cup next year in okay. new zealand whoa yeah and i of course want to go to new zealand and yeah. i of course have to figure and out not come back <laughs> yeah and uh so but i don't want to go to a, a soccer game or a football game well, um you could do spots you could you can you, you're oh, no, there no. he's well two of the two sets of his friends that are now my friends low these many mm-hmm. years they are lovely people mm-hmm. and uh but they're gonna go too and so he has people to go to these games with um and then he wants to go see hobbiton right he wants to go see the hobbit and lord of the rings stuff and mm-hmm. i want to do stand-up and um so we're we might go but i'm like we can't go for four days we have to figure out your mom oh. has to figure out what she's gonna do for 11 days while we go to new at zealand at least at least it's gonna take right. you two or three days to recover from the flight you gotta yeah. you gotta you gotta go for like three weeks or something if possible i would like to go for two weeks 11 days at the minimum mm-hmm. yeah and i don't know how to organize that but uh yeah. i know i uh, i know um yeah uh i went to uh i took my son we oh my son had a big week but let's talk about that in a sec but um we went and saw um uh we went to the ucla cal water polo game yesterday oh wow uh, it was you, really good the you men saw somebody else's water polo, yeah. like almost per, like college level okay sure oh yeah absolutely college level a bunch of cal people that were there uh, fucking obnoxious um but i ended up rooting for cal at the end because they were kind of the underdog ucla is number one and cal's number two in their division and it was a really great game the lead kept changing went into overtime and overtime on water polo was two three minute uh quarters or whatever and um segments or something and mm-hmm. uh like at the last second ucla went in with a goal and the the cal uh goalie you know boom blocked it and then they just ran out the clock it was really really good game um but uh you know my son was just it was so fun to sit next to him because he's a, he's the goalie on his team the goalie's sort of like always you know watching managing seeing who's throwing there and trying to obviously anticipate when they come down to the cage right yeah yeah and uh so my son was calling shots he's like that's gonna be a near shot okay and he was like he kept being right on the shots it was it was sort of fun um yeah they had they had a good time and he was like i can't believe one of i think the cal goalie i forget i think it's the cal one um was just up like was treading water so hard with his legs and up for so long my kid couldn't even believe it he's like his legs are so strong because you wow get to be waist length above the water so with no help it's just yeah. your fucking legs so you can block shit you know yeah yeah and it's really hard to stay for more than a few seconds that high and this the the college goalies and a bunch of them were from europe uh were like just incredible at it was, it was, it was fun that's amazing. Well, who was who was gross though? Who were you talking about? Was was dumb at the at the game? You said that somebody was at the beginning of the sentences. You said ah, there was somebody were jerks or something, but I forget what. It oh was. no, Cal! They were just obnoxious oh. with their cheers and stuff like that. Um, but then I saw UCLA up front. Someone had had a like a poster that said Cal sucks, and I'm like, all right, you know what? Just yeah, it's college. Come on, right, right, right. They flew all the way down here. They got to see your little cow sex sign and then they won. You know, it's embarrassing. Yeah, <laughs> the, um, uh, the sort of British thing yeah. called 
banter bros and they're what bullies because they say that they're just bantering when they're bullying somebody oh I see. like oh it's just banter and you're like oh. hmm, no no that's actual or sportsmanship in this case yeah, I in this case yeah yeah um but uh so my kid turned 16 this week what? right and yeah. so he's been working on his um his opus called the monsters of farewell and it's starring okay. a teenage uh, boy and mm-hmm. his backpack who is his sidekick and Excellent. they hunt monsters uh outside what of the city of farewell premise. it's yeah. incredible so he released the first three chapters on webtoons which is this huge app that i'm not a part of but i am now because i downloaded it because my kids in it where yeah. a lot of comic book people are just uploading their stuff and yeah you know just wanting clicks wanting to be seen and so i tweeted about it Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, said it's free and he just wants just 20 people. He'd be happy if 20 people saw it, which yeah, yeah. a lot more than that did. And it was cool. And the feedback was really good. Um, you know, like you can't trust me because I'm his mom. And yep. I also didn't want to be like, uh, oh, my son, you know, but I, but I wanted to, I don't know. It's fr- fucking free. What, it's a clip, it you know, who cares? Yeah. Monsters. The monsters of farewell. Okay. But anyway, so it did really well and he's going to be he's releasing after the first 3 it ends on a cliffhanger. Sure. Uh the he's releasing a chapter a week until he's finished with it uh every Thursday. But it was really it's, like Did he I, finish it before he uploaded the first 3? Is oh, he yeah, done? Oh good. He's, yeah, he's a couple he's way he's a lot, many chapters ahead of good. his release dates, you know. Um, but this is all his a, idea. I, I don't need some Game of Thrones nonsense happening. I'm not going <laughs> oh, no, to invest yeah. in some Philip Roth bullshit. Okay. But, uh, but, but just watching him just sort of like do this whole thing by himself. Like I, I'm not an artist. It, this is not even my thing at all. It's totally out of his brain and it's really incredible to watch. And I was so like all my excitement this week was for him to release yeah. this thing. Cause that's all he's been thinking about and talking about. So, yeah, that's awesome. Cool. And it, yeah, but it has that same. Sometimes I think like video games and and um and comic books they have that same uh, energy as as far as booking and stuff as far as the the industry goes. As yeah, yeah. Well, the other thing it's it's the way it's written. It's you you scroll you scroll up to read it. You this know? is really cool. Are you looking at I it? I am. I'm I'm looking through issue. Oh, one. cool. And uh, so it's meant to be looked at on an iPhone. Okay. You know, or a device where you scroll down on it. Um, so that's all. It, it, okay. But as a mom, I have to tell you, it was really exciting to just post about it, you know, and just leave it up there. And I, I went private for that day just in case, yeah. you know, the anti-abortees were going to follow me. But then right, it just right. didn't seem like anyone really reacted that way. So I then I went on unlocked myself and uh whatever i just wanted him to get a good response before uh well i guess glad your mom didn't abort you huh you know a bunch of that shit because he's you right. know what a teenager doesn't need that shit they gotta no things are they, bad they, enough right now and they will know? attack they will attack our kids yes not not mine <laughs> uh, the, the royal we yes. um it sounds like there's a small marching band behind you are you is there some thumping Oh, I was shaking my leg. Sorry. Oh, the, oh yeah, anymore. yeah. There you go. It's a bass drum. I'm, there we go. I'm hell to sit by on a plane. 
I sense You get it. what you deserve. <laughs> I did. Uh, the only show I did this week was uh, Lapidus. I did Uncap. Oh, okay. Yeah. And cool. she, Jenny Yang had to cancel. She had a, a, a family thing. So I got to do 20. And, um, but the Uncab audience is a delight. Yeah. Un, uh, except for a couple of people who weirdly wandered into El Cid and they don't know what the hell they're watching. Oh, it's at El Cid? Oh, yeah, cool. El Cid Does she now. still have a band and stuff? Too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Some, they're all there, Denise and... And the the sax player whose name I always forget, but he he plays he's studio guy and he's an amazing saxophone player. Uh, wow! Plays I think on the road with Cool and the Gang or did, and okay. uh, if unless Cool and the Gang is still out there, you guys. Hey, let's take a quick break. I'm Lisa Hannawalt. And I'm Emily Heller. Wow, Emily, we've been doing this podcast for 10 years. I know, but hey, don't worry. You can jump in at literally any episode and hear us talk about some of our favorite stuff, caterpillars becoming butterflies. Martha Stewart flying around in a private jet full of trees. Yes, you heard me right. Trees. Neighbors becoming enemies. Just kidding. (laughs) Whatever messed up stuff we can find on Wikipedia. Our impeccable taste in everything from dogs to TV shows to bodily functions. And horses. Lots and lots of horses. Come for our horned up rants about the world. Stay for the catchy theme songs. You might not learn anything, but we're a good hang. Baby Geniuses. Every other week on MaximumFun.org. Guys, it's time to start giving your hair the personalized care that it needs. Go to functionandbeauty.com slash Jackie Laurie and take uh, the hair goals quiz and you'll save 20% on your first order whenever you subscribe. There's no commitments and you can cancel at any time. Your hair is unique. Your hair care should be as well. Function and Beauty makes products that are 100% customizable with ingredients designed and formulated to meet your specific goals. Uh, it's Function and Beauty's world's first fully customizable hair care that creates individually filled shampoos, conditioners, styling, and treatment formulas based on your hair type. Take their hair quiz designed to build your hair profile and select up to five hair goals. Then get your freshly filled formula delivered straight to your door and prepare for good hair days ahead. Go to functionbeauty.com slash Jackie Laurie. Let them know you heard about it from our show to get 20% off your first order. That's functionbeauty.com slash Jackie Laurie and get 20% off your first order. I'm so good at these. <laughs> All right. And comic of the week just worked with her at the altercation in Austin, Texas. It is uh, Kristen, Kristen Leitke, I believe, is how I'm saying her name right now. I hope that she also enjoys it being pronounced that way. (laughs) Uh, She opened for me, she was super funny. And um, there were so many great comics at that altercation and so many great comics at 10,000 Lakes, or Laps. Oh yeah? Yeah, and then this week I'm in Grand Rapids. Like I gotta go to uh, I gotta go to Doctor oh, Friends cool. on Wednesday, which is great. I can, I'm looking forward to you know seven shows, and um, I'm excited. Five or seven, and I'm, then, I'm going there too. Yeah, uh, in December. I can't wait to hear about it. It did it move or uh, did something move there, or did they renovate it or something? Something well, they, changed. I think that they were gonna move uh, spaces, but they didn't. What is Kristen's? Oh, okay. uh, what is her? What's her it jam? Is, it is just her name. It is K R. But oh, thought I'd put it in the chat. It is uh Kristen Lighty. So at it's a K R I S T I N L Y T I E. There we go. On Twitter, and she, she, 
And she lives in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Is a mm. Chicago comic, moved back home, and is now working as a union organizer as a day job. Oh. And uh, and is really smart, funny, couple of good dick jokes. Things were happening on that stage, and they were it was stand up comedy. Yeah. And so find <laughs> Kristen, <laughs> find her, and uh, her 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 links in the chat. So I'm glad, glad to hear it. Union organizer. Now that's going to take a lot of energy away from standup. I think. Right? Well, that's, that's a I lot know. of. Why don't she should stop doing that? You're right. <laughs> yeah, she should. <laughs> Kristen, get your priorities in order. This country needs more dick jokes, not more union organizing. <laughs> we don't have enough comedians. Wisconsin needs every blue vote possible right now. Oh my god, it's so gerrymandered. Um, it's unbelievable. It's pretty you brutal. Know, the state senate yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the yeah, state so Supreme Court. Yeah, I had I had a set at a club, uh, and um, so I walk in the green room. I'm not there at this one very often, and uh, uh, yeah, do that, please. I'd okay, like to... and so I walk in. I have a mask on, of course, and oh, okay. somebody somebody else walks in and goes, "Why are you wearing a mask? Do you have COVID?" It's like. Um, <laughs> If I had okay. COVID, you dipshit, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here. And do, is that how you handle your COVID? Yeah. That you come to the club with them? What's happening? Right. Please, please be sort of joking. I couldn't, I couldn't completely tell, even though the person was a comedian, because they weren't masked and nobody else was, except for one other, one other uh, person. There's always like one other person, and you're like, I guess I'll just sit by that person. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, it was because that person seems sane. The what name that you just typed. Right. 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 Yeah. It, it, yeah. Uh, I don't know. You know, I hate to be, uh, the COVID Cassandra, but right. yeah, and I, <laughs> did you see somebody, uh, somebody posted a classical uh, reference, uh, out there, Jackie and Lori fans. <laughs> Cassandra. So there was, uh, a guy from China. I don't know who it was. Somebody else had, you know, uh, into what he said. And he was basically giving a TED talk saying the reason China is doing zero COVID, which means if there's one case, they fucking shut down the city. People are suicidal. It's, it's a horror. It's horrible in a different yeah. way than what's horrible yeah. here is that lo- they believe that long COVID will be so debilitating that the West will crumble within 10 years because we're not going to have enough people able to work. And we'll su- be supporting in a lot of people. In 10 years, the Chinese will have outnumbered all of us and the West will crumble just because of sheer numbers. Um, well, I, I don't know if that's... And a, that is also fine. But if uh, they're... I'm just saying, like, that just made me... Uh, I don't yeah. know. Newly, newly fearful for the United States. I don't, I don't want to get into, like, economic wars. I don't know even what that means. But I'm just like... Uh, uh, all these people that I don't know, but like, you know, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I don't want uh, what the what the worst case scenario is being projected. I don't want that for uh, everybody, but it feels no. like we're headed down that road and it's well, real scary. It, that keeps me up at night as well. Well, I mean, it could you're. We don't know what's going to happen, right? So the future trip and to think about a future that is yet to come when what you're doing, quite honestly, is what you can to help everybody around you. 
So and and myself mostly. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could only do that much. Yes, yeah, so I think about narcissism, and I just see a picture of you. No, um, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I I'm not wearing a mask to protect anybody but myself. You yeah. know, I, if you're not wearing one, you know, I can't. You're on your own. I saw, I'm protecting I saw myself your Instagram from... video where you cut the two. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was super. That was funny. You were just like, oh, should I wear? You're like. No, I don't. And you were both sides. It was well, this happens all the time is I walk in with a mask and someone asks me if they should put on a mask and I, I, what, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, why are you asking me? And yeah. I don't want to be part of this. And then they start, you know, as I did in the video, creating makeshift masks with their clothing or their <laughs> hair. And it's like, don't fuck just, you're, you're embarrassing yourself. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but the other thing is is I've tried to do that on stage. But exactly what Jackie's doing right now. She pulled her shirt over her nose. Is this better? Is exactly. This... <laughs> exactly. Bingo. hundred percent that's been done. Um is that what most assholes? of the 98% uh, of the audience, our audiences, are not wearing a mask. So you're basically talking about them and right. they're not laughing at it. <laughs> <laughs> right, because they're that's so my, uh yeah, yeah. my, my mask bit. My mask bit just literally just goes, none of us are wearing masks and we're all wrong. And um, I like it. You're including yourself. Yeah. 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 Because um, I, and then I talk about where I do still wear a mask and how, and then I'm not getting a laugh. I, I got one laugh and it was in L with an LA crowd, but I didn't get it on the road uh -huh. because I think LA, <laughs> I don't know what's, I don't know what's different, but I just, there's this whole thing. I, I, about how I, I sometimes I wear a mask when I want to be alone. <laughs> right? That's a funny yeah, line. Yeah, I like That's it. That's comedy right there. There's something I like there. it. And uh, I just got to make it, um, I guess, funnier. But that's a, it's a funny premise is what I'm saying. Yes, I like the premise. The other thing I was, is, is if you do comedy about a topic that's a hot button topic, a lot of, and put it on social media, right? People will weigh in and go, well, why don't you mention this and this and this and this, right? <laughs> like, and it's like, well, because I'm a nightclub comic and my, what I'm trying to do is make an audience of nightclub audience members Attenders. laugh. I'm yes. not trying to get clapter. I'm not trying to get <laughs> uh, anyone's uh, scientific opinions. I'm trying to get fucking laughs on this topic. And I've investigated, I've gone down many paths and I found that these three paths of the 100 of this gigantic <laughs> topic are the ones where I get laughs and you can do your own stand-up if you want to go down unfunny lane and make points <laughs> at the Make Points Comedy Club. Fine. Oh, my God. Another great <laughs> name for a club, you guys. We got, we got Lori's uh, Expat Comedy Club coming. Yeah, and, and the Make uh, Points is, is uh, blue states only. It's... Uh... <laughs> um, they're actually... Well, it make could be a red Comedy state Club. version. I, oh, there's it always. Those yes. are called churches. Yes. Anyway, um, so, but I will say, bam! Who who got them? Zinger. Yes. <laughs> but, did uh, it. Wow! I just turned Out into a victory. Lugosi. I also <laughs> have uh, references from the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I I want to do a lot more stand-up comedy, and I don't want to not do stand-up comedy there's only been one show this week and i swear to god i am in ir i'm irritable because of it 
It can't. Yeah. And there hasn't been, you know how like during lockdown, you're like, I'm having a show tonight on Zoom, just going to do yeah. it. And there's not enough hours in the day right now for me to just throw that together. And now that I'm going to have to quit Twitter, how will I tell people that I'm having a show in an hour? That's the other thing. Twitter. Fuck, man. Like, yeah. cool people are le- like, if cool, enough cool people leave, why would we want to be on there? Right. You know, I don't know. Uh, well, and then what am I going to, I'm, I'm going to go to, I'm going to do, it's just going to have Instagram. to be more my face on Twitter, on TikTok. I and- hate, I can't stand, I'm not a video lady. <laughs> I don't like making videos and posting them. I'd rather post jokes. There needs to be mm-hmm. some kind of app where we can post jokes, plug our shows. Just, and, just uh, words, words. Yes. Just start our own little Reddit. And, uh, oh, well. Well, I mean, it, it will, it will all hash. I have, I have to tell myself that it'll all hash out, you know? It's, yes. um, I yeah, have to remember I mean, that I have done the best that I can. And my, and it's progress, not perfection is what I'm going for here, Lori. I can't. That's good. I don't even yeah. have like a faith in a higher power to go. Someone's carrying me. I don't think that I'm like, no, no I got to carry myself. Well, you know what that Ugh. means, though, is that you're your own higher power. And that's uh, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. Shunt it, it off to. I mean, I was thinking about this. What did I? I actually, I actually wrote it down or I saw it in a in a book and I took a picture of the of the page. OK, <laughs> I wonder if I did. Did I? Let's find out next time on Jackie and Lori. Let's find out if Jackie goes finds the fucking book. Here we go. <laughs> um, Should we take a break? I don't want to fill the time with a it. A heartfelt story. Oh, it's, oh, yeah, let's take another break and then we'll come back with with what I found. Okay. Hi, I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Our comedy podcast, Jordan Jesse Go, just celebrated its 15th anniversary. It was a couple months ago, but we forgot. Uh, Yeah, completely. Our, Our silly show is 15 years old. That makes it old enough to get its learner's permit. And almost old enough to get the talk. Wow, I hope you got the talk before then. A lot of things have changed in 15 years. Our show's not one of them. We're never changing and you can't make us. Jordan, Jesse, go the same forever at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. So it's this whole, it's, I, I read, I was reading this. It's, I think it's a romance novel. So it's just someone pontificating as one might in a, in a yeah. romance novel. Cause you can't, you got people who spent $8 on a novel. They want to hear your opinion about God. I don't yeah. believe in the God with the long white hair and x-ray vision. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, that favors some people, some countries, some religions and not other. I don't believe in the sky dweller. The knower of all things, the grantor of prayers, but I do believe in the world beyond appearances, and that there's so yes. much we can't see or touch. Yes, uh, just by looking. And I do believe, because I've experienced it again and again, that the world beyond appearances is as real as a chair or a dog or a teapot. Who's experienced? Who's, who's experienced it? Who said that? That the the author is saying that the character did. So. <sighs> Well, yeah, maybe so, I hope that's true. Yeah. Um, that, 
that there's that there is something beyond i mean at, at the very least you could believe in knowledge in in science or or I the do. universe but, and, but what you know why would i even have the right to complain about income when you know, there's uh, somebody in Pakistan has been flooded, like, you know, out of their yeah. home and their valley and what, like, who fucking cares? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then I'm like, that- I just want to take care of myself and my kid. <laughs> right. But, and I do believe that you, you can think about the greater things, but also your, our own problems are our own problems, obviously. Right. Yeah. So, um, uh, I'm, reading aloud this is a real clock eater you guys uh i believe that every single person has something they find beautiful and that they truly love uh, the smell of their child's hair anyway let me skip ahead uh i believe if you follow that love all the way to the end if you start with the thing you find most beautiful and trace it back to its essence you'll perceive an intangible presence a swath of stillness that allows the thing you love to be visible like the openness the sky reveals in the presence of the moon. It's a little bit of poetry right there. That's but nice. the thing is, right. So if you follow whatever you love back to some to, to to try to go back to something. And like I love, let's get back to it. Get a gonna do a hard lateral move. I love stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. So when I follow, when I watch stand-up comedy and I hear a joke that I love, right? Like Bamford has this joke about um, Foster's freeze. Yeah. That every time the joy of me envisioning her going to a Foster freeze window, the dirty Dairy Queen, and saying, you can order anything at a Foster's freeze and they won't even blink. She's like, (laughs) I would like a shake, but I would also like a Reuben. And I'd like you to fit the Reuben on top of the shake so I could put my straw through it. And they'll be like, (laughs) okay, next window, avoid the needles. (laughs) And and you're like, it is, and it's better than that, obviously, right? Um, But if I follow that, I mean, that is such a weirdly layered dark so much thought and yet it when it comes at you in her set <laughs> it feels like she just threw a junk drawer at you and you're like oh yeah. my god I, I caught a stuffed animal and <laughs> i mean it's adorable and it's and it's hilarious which uh i think it really defines her stand-up comedy <laughs> yes i agree um, but that's the best of stand-up comedy you know the the silliness the smartness and the and the joy of that well, Jackie, speaking of the best of stand-up comedy, I yes. have a new porn joke, and I think you're yes! going to enjoy it tonight. Thank you. <laughs> I'm Not enough comics uh, cover or talk about porn, and I feel like it's time that I fill the void. You remember who first talked about porn? Who Bill made Hicks? it? Uh, yeah, he was the one who made it um, okay for comics to talk about porn. Uh, he wasn't alone, but he was kind of the big name that yeah. everyone was like, that guy's and- well, I think he invented, he might not have invented, but he was the first I ever say that thing that I think everybody said since, oh, I'm the only one, right? Because oh. he, he did his porn joke and he'd be like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm the only one that yeah, watches yeah, yeah. porn. Yeah. And so, but I do think also that uh, it's so, it's so interesting. It, it's like Dana Gould writing for the simpsons those years that he wrote for the simpsons yeah and how much more planet of the apes content there was <laughs> really that's great yeah. it's so i mean it's like the i we 
there is an effect. There's a freaking ripple effect. In, yeah. So you get to tell a porn joke because, and everybody, I was thinking also about um, non-binary. What was I thinking about today? Because the, the non-binary thing was so, is so prevalent now that every, it feels like everybody's talking about it, even on the road. Oh, especially, no, on stage, it does feel like, because I've been at various showcases recently where mm-hmm. all, about half the comedians are announcing up top their pronouns and their sexuality, which is, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's all, it's all fodder for, for jokes about yourself, but it's, it's kind of like, um, it's just, it, it's a, it's an interesting trend, I guess, you know? Yeah. It's almost like, hi, how you guys doing? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, it's, I, 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 think, I feel like I'm a she, that, her. I'm yes. a Yeah. That, that, that marker, it's that, that's going to timestamp comedy of this era right now is and, the announcement right off the bat of your sexuality, I think. And it's completely, it's everywhere because yeah. I am watching, because I live with my mother-in-law, Jeopardy. Oh, Remember yeah. Jeopardy? I don't know. Uh, so Jeopardy's still on. And, uh, and so they're doing, uh, so one of the, there's been at least one of the contestants who Ken Jennings referred to as the they every time. He yeah. talked about them. He did the they. And, yeah. and even Chris was like, why does he keep saying they? And I was like, well, that's their pronouns. They like to be called a they. And she's heard my bit about it and, and knows. And she's like, oh, okay, I get it. I get it. All right. And so, and she doesn't care. No, I mean, yeah, it's. She has a harder time calling TJ Thomas than accepting that someone else wants to be called whatever they want to be called. Mm-hmm. She can't even her grandson. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but um, but the whole non-binary, I can't remember what it was, but it was uh, which is unfortunate. No, there, there's someone that transitioned, I think, from if I remember, I, I read about the outrage. There's an there was tweets about the outrage. Oh, there was outrage. So I was like, it was happening. I think the person transitioned from their the first. Uh, I think they used their winnings from their first appearance on Jeopardy to go through a transition, physical transition, oh, maybe they surgery. They got to pay process. for their surgery. Yeah. Yes, and so so they so uh, the the elderly boomer Jeopardy audience is feeling a sense of betrayal because they they <laughs> learned like one set of pronouns, and- then they had to pivot. This is ridiculous. So I don't know. Well, and I put on um, the Great British Pot Throwing show on Netflix. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a pottery. pottery. Yeah, yeah, it's a pottery throwdown. And I put it on um, because I knew, because it's sort of like the Great British Bake Off and the fact that it's kind of sweet and it's kind of funny. But um, it's also, you fall asleep to that. So uh, yeah. Chris, Chris fell asleep. Like and, and I had like three. Yeah, you need the sleep. Do it. And yeah. Oh, the Great British Bake Off. They had a Mexican episode. I don't know if you've seen it, but oh, I watched I it with it. my tacos Mexican American son. And yeah, who got to learn about tacos? Hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Did you he see how so they hard. they peeled? The oh my god! Avocado? The avocado. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. I normally i i 
I assume that they're smarter than me about all food things, right? They talk about marzipan. I don't even know what the fuck it is. But I'm like, yeah, I, I see to your British knowledge. And I see them go, like, I'm not a great cook. I don't know much, but uh, I know a little bit. And to see them just butcher uh, Mexican food and and be like, oh, this isn't what it's supposed to taste like. How the fuck do you know? We've had two tacos in your entire life. How do you know what they're supposed to t- taste like? Oh, my God. It was it was interesting. Let me just tell it you. It made me lose a lot of respect for their opinions <laughs> about German baffle cakes or whatever they're called. Because I'm like, well, how do, you, how do I know? I assumed you're right because you're British. How do I know you're right about right. that stuff? You got that variety of accents from around the country that you've all in- intended on keeping, even though you do get television. And um, it is weird that um, that I, I will say this. I, two things happen. One, do you know if pupusas are El Salvadoran or are they from Ecuador? Do you know? Ooh, ooh, pupusas, I don't know. They are they delicious. They're not Mexican? They, to my knowledge, are not Mexican. Central but American? Maybe yeah, I think they're more of that. But okay. the other thing that happened was uh, Chris dragged me. We went to literally a Petco, a Target, and then Walmart. In my neighborhood, there's a Walmart, mm-hmm. which I've been to probably a handful of times. But next to the Walmart is a weird food court thing that's all different Latin and Central American. And they oh, have wow. a drive through. And so we got uh, tortoise sandwiches that. Uh, Wait, tortoise, tortoise the animal? Yeah. No, no, torta, torta. Oh, is the okay. name of the bun, remember? Okay. Bam, yes. the torta, which okay. means, I think, sandwich. In uh, It might mean the sa- sandwich in Spanish. It, okay. All I know is that it's truly obnoxious that I only speak English. And every moment I'm alive makes it more and more clear <laughs> that I should speak another language. <laughs> right, I know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I can't wait to go to Dr. Grins. If you're anywhere near grand rapids michigan this week please please make the drive make the drive i'm going yeah i'm going to I'm, I'm bringing merch i'm bringing my cd and dvd which uh need to be either purchased on my website or from my face and uh otherwise it's hard to get to w- listen to my new album and i want you all to hear it so uh, I will uh, be in Boston at Off Cabot the 18th and 19th of November. Please okay. buy tickets if you're coming. Please buy tickets. And yeah. uh, buy tickets if you're not coming. You know what? Um, all I want are ticket sales. I don't care if you show up. Honestly, I'm going to be, I mean, right. I would love to see you, but. Uh, and, yeah. And here's the other thing. Dork Forest, November and December. Traditionally, I say do not donate to the Dork Forest in November and December. And I also, I say it again this year. I mean, I'm not saying, because every year, November and December, I want uh, Rangers of the Dork Forest to donate to their local food bank. It's, you know, it's a holiday. Yeah. It's, it's, it's two months a year. We could all, and everything I, you accidentally send to me, uh, let's say you're on a recurring on PayPal, LA Food Bank. Big winner. Guess who gets the karma for that? This one right here. But mm-hmm. I tell you, today, the day this comes out is the 31st. This is the last day you could donate to the Dork Forest. Uh, you- I knew. I knew. I <laughs> Did smelled it coming. Did you I see it coming? Something. It was suspicious. <laughs> it made me uncomfortable. I knew she's coming in for the alleyation clothes. Yep. The clothes. This would be your chance to just send me 100 bucks. What? Anyway, uh, yeah, that's all. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.